Hey, I'm Dina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Uppy, uppy. Uppy, everybody. Morristown, New Jersey, and I'm here with Lady Di and Brooke, and we're making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at Holy Child Parish, and it's the Uppy Uppy Show. Good morning, with your host, Dina Good morning, good morning. Look at that. That was Diana and Andrea's peanut butter and jelly group. Made famous this morning by doing our intros. Ugh, good morning. It's Tuesday. Who's feeling Tuesday? I'm going to eat these crackers because this is who I am this morning. Good morning, TikTok. Papa Tom. Spray to Abbott. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's Tuesday morning. Good morning, Dina. It's my son's 14th birthday today. Oh, are you coming to work? Happy birthday. Uh-huh. We're early today, uh, Carrie, because we got to go to the gym at 9.30. Yeah. So, uh, today is a packed day here. The morning show. Then go to the gym. Then come back. Go right into meetings. Then another meeting. Then a rehearsal. Because it is show week. Here at One Funny Mother. Mm-hmm. Doing a cemetery tour in New Orleans today. Obviously, Allison. It's Tuesday. Cemetery day. Um, driving to physical therapy. Tell me where you're at today. I know. Busy, busy. So doing all that. Diana just called out of the gym. She says, I don't know if I'm going to make the gym tomorrow. I said, we're only meeting one time this week because of the schedule. I know. I'm tired. And I don't want to hang out at your house for an hour and a half to further rehearsal. That's what she said. I said, I don't understand. What else would you be doing? I'm very busy. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in dirty trend. I don't know that when I'm 77, I'm going to be that busy. I feel like, well, she's 76, but I want to be like, lay in bed till 10 o'clock, 76. Mending a broken ankle, home unemployed, which is sometimes kind of nice. Busy with Joe. Oh, (laughs) she's busy with Joe. I thought you meant you were busy with Joe. I was like, who show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she got a breakfast bunch. You don't know. Uh-huh. Hmm. I'm still working on painting kits for an expo show in March. I have a booth there. 
I'm excited, but there's so much to do. Curly top, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Maybe last time on TikTok, you could put your tree away. Nope. It's a Valentine's tree, and we're celebrating Valentine's until I decide we're not. Mm -hmm. Charlotte, don't do it. Charlotte said, I'm taking my car to the shop to find out when the engine light is on. I can tell you right now, it's not anything good. Don't do it. Somebody just asked if I was ticklish. Okay, let me just tell you that yesterday I was cracking up because I feel like you have no idea if somebody is like super ticklish. You're like, Dina, where, where are you going? I'm just saying, I just think it's funny that, I know, Katie, I don't know. Um, are you a ticklish person? That's my first question. I'm not, like, my feet are, but, like, like I'll kick you in the face. Like, not good ticklish. Like, how many people, like, if I go get a pedicure, I'm like, just be real careful. I'm like a horse. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like a horse. Yeah. And some people get real violent. I don't know why tickling somehow is like so funny. And then you want to punch somebody in the face at the same time. Yeah. So the point where I pee myself, mm -hmm. I have to go to a Zen place during a pedicure. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. But as a child, why, what is it about being tickled that makes it to be like so funny and then I have to punch it? What is such a weird human experience? Am I the only one that thinks that? Mm. Why don't you get the big lemonade? Dragonfly, that's what I'm saying. I could get a bucket. <laughs> why don't you get the big one? Yeah. I like you. Don't touch my feet. Mm. No, that's what I mean. And at some point, one of my friends is going for a new job. And I was telling her, I was like, listen, when you go in and they say like, like, do you have like any other special skills or other things that we need to know about you that's not on your resume? Yes. Yeah. I'm an overachiever. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know how to relax, which is good for you. Cause I will, I will just work all the time and I'm ticklish. Like I want somebody in an interview to mention being ticklish. <gasps> I don't know why. I just think it's such a funny that nobody ever, my dad would tickle me and I would cry. I hated it. My dad would pin me down and tickle me. Now he's adult. I will punch you. Right. What is it? Does anybody like being tickled? I don't know. It's such, such, I don't, I think we have the wrong impression of tickling. I think that it's, it's like your funny bone. I don't know what it is. I know that when I, if I like rub Ruby's belly a certain way, I guess it's the same as tickling, but her whole body just goes, I don't think, she, I think she likes it, but she doesn't. You know what I'm saying? My mom taught me to not be ticklish. What frame? What'd you say? 
Yeah, I'm about to start interviewing soon. Add it to the interview. Well, here's the other thing is that if you're on the other side of the interview, you can't ask people. You can't be like, uh, and where did you work before this? Um, Crate and Barrel. Okay. And are you ticklish? <laughs> you can't ask that. You can't do that. Uh-uh. Because then followed up with what's your bedtime? You can't. You can't. Can't do it. So it is a very, uh, I don't know. It's very funny to me. The giggling. Mm-hmm. Thinks it's hilarious to go past me and tickle me. She gets smacked. At my age, if somebody tickles me, I'll pee. <laughs> Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Chris, Alejandra. Um, yeah, no, it's just such a funny, like, does anybody have like a weird spot where they're ticklish? Like, mine are like, I'm not really ticklish under my arms. My feet for sure. I will punch your face with my foot. Mm-hmm. She would tickle me and say, you're not ticklish. I was strong. Still not. Really? Hmm. Your belly? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm a little ticklish in my belly. Somewhere along my neck, like if you... It's just... My my hubs knows I can't control what happens if I I fight. I fight back full force. When I was little, I was... I was, I was the honest and I would sit on my stomach and pin my arms down with their knees. Not fun. Mm-mm. I was the youngest probably. Mm-hmm. So embarrassing. I absolutely hate it. I know. Back of my arms, just above my elbow. Mm-mm. <laughs> Friends, like if, you, if I ever meet you, you can try me. Friends will be like, do you want to tickle me? And that'll be a weird way to meet. I'd be like, tickle, tickle. Like, you can't go up. To, you can't just be like, Dina, we'd like to introduce you to the executive vice president, Fran. I'd be like, tickle, tickle. Like that. You can't. You can't. It is just a funny. Mm-hmm. I broke my left arch and two toes on my left foot when I was a teacher ever since then. My foot is not ticklish. So I'm oddly ticklish on only one foot. <laughs> I'm not ticklish. I just think it's funny that you think I am. My brother used to say that. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's called the Tickle Me Tour. Yeah. And and it's dirty. <laughs> tickle everybody as they get on the one funny mother bus. Welcome to Nashville. Tickle, tickle. It's just weird. Yeah. I Wait, I just got on. You're talking about a tickle spot. Well, that's what I'm saying. How did this whole conversation? I don't know. What were we talking about this morning? It's just so funny. Yeah, instead of hugging people, be like, come on, bring it in. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Just, he's, he squirms like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, out of nowhere, obviously, March. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, I just think it's so funny because you could be talking to a normal person, but the minute you tickle them, you could just, I'm, I bet the Pope is ticklish. Think about it. You're like, Dina, the Pope ain't ticklish. What about the Dalai Lama? Ticklish. And they will go from being, ah, to, like that. 
I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'll punch a bee in a minute if you try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you have this morning? I get chest pains when they use that cheese grater on my feet. I can't. I'm like, don't. Don't do it. This is an oldie but a goodie. Remember this? This I love this little sweatshirt. Mm, I thought someone. Oh, they did ask me, Rhonda. That's right. I didn't just bring it up. Mm-hmm. My daughter threatens to pee every time I try to say, oh, well, maybe I'll do it. The Dalai Lama, probably not. He does a lot of meditating. I don't think you can meditate away ticklish. My friend says tickling is torture. Why do we make it sound like ticklish should be like, oh, you're so tickle, Like make it fun. But it's really just like waterboarding somebody is what I'm saying. But when you're a kid, you're like, ha, 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 ha. But something crosses over, I don't know, 14 and a half. I don't know. Somewhere in here. You cross over. Mm-hmm. If anyone touched my feet, they wouldn't, wouldn't have any teeth in their mouth. That's what I'm saying. And I have, and I can feel it because, like, <laughs> if you're doing a pedicure, right? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, and it comes back. You're like, watch it, watch it. It's like it's it's just like a dog, and you can't control it. Don't she don't like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I heard that no one is allowed to touch the Dalai Lama, but I may have made that up. Okay, okay. Well, it makes sense. Maybe because they know he's ticklish. They're like, we don't want him to look weird. Mm-hmm. Go, go in for a tickle. Do that, Marge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're on a date and a boy tries to tickle you, I mean, to kiss you and you're not ready, just like, tickle, tickle, like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, my brother used to tickle me. He was waiting for a date and he decided to attack me. I peed my pants. I had to go shower and I was late for my date. No. No. And no. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, somebody, maybe that's why people don't get tickled over 50. They're like, don't pee your pants. It doesn't take a lot. I mean, I have not had this issue, but I know a lot of ladies struggle with the P and I'm not going to point fingers. You know who you are. We know, we know who you are. Lulu. Lulu is one of them. Lulu is at the front of this, this class. When I was a kid, my uncle would hold me on my lap and tickle me. One day I told him if he didn't quit, I was going to pay. Long story short, he did. Long story, he don't. And I did. He was not happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may have made that up because you forget reality. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tanya. Uh-huh. We early today. Yeah. Cause we got to go to the gym. Oh, D, that was a good one. My dad only has half of his pointer finger. He would come after you to tickle you with his nub. My grandpa, Jeremy, are you ticklish? My grandpa also had a nub. He was, he was a diabetic and he had to get um, his leg amputated from just below the knee down. And in our family, you know, something goes sideways. You, we could cry, which I'm sure we do at some point. And then we got to start making it funny. And so, um, so uh, 
my grandpa had the surgery and you know, when he was home and just relaxed and he wouldn't, he wouldn't put the, his leg on, he was still trying to work up to using the, uh, the prosthetic leg. Cause it takes a while. So we would sit on the couch and I swear we'd be watching a movie and all of a sudden you'd feel like somebody like pushing on your leg. You're like, what is going on? And then it was him and his nub. And he thought it was so funny. <laughs> thought it was so funny. He'd, he'd get his, his, his little knee nub and just rub it. And you'd, ah, and you'd run away. We're three girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a dental hygienist with a hook. She was intimidating. Okay. <laughs> you just said a lot of stuff. <laughs> just said a lot of words. <laughs> How are you going to pick? You're lying. You guys are yanking my chain. How are you going to be a dental hygienist with a hook? What? Hold on. I got to plug this computer in. What are you guys talking about? This ain't good. Our charger. Our computer going to go bad. Hold on. Nope. No, it's not. Hold on. This is poor planning. Poor planning on my part. And then that these kids broke stuff. Hold on. I got to get an extension cord. Talk to each other. We have to pretend this is a real show. This ain't today. Hold on. There are so many things being charged in my house right now. Hold on. You should see how many people it takes to do things around here. Most of the time. Okay. Now we're good. All right. Here we go. Let me go back. Um, I know since last night, Colby, Colby keeps opening the trash can. I'm I'm not lying. She yelled at me because I couldn't control my tongue. I thought she was going to grab it with her hook. Katie, Katie. (laughs) So you any good on the piano? Yes. I'm really good at the piano, Jess. Um... I realize you're a comedian now, but earlier in life, did you ever model professionally? You're hilarious. Uh, professionally, like at the Echelon Mall? Is that what you meant? Uh, then, yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's... Con- it's Is the Echelon Mall like on par with like supermodels? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tanya, somebody asked me, 
I was ticklish. My dad made a girl faint once when he was cutting steak. He rubbed his nub finger into the ketchup and started screaming while holding his finger. <laughs> he had a nub and he pretended it just fell off. <laughs> I like your dad. <laughs> Echelon mall modeling is professional. Thank you for saying that, Chris Bass. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm packing to go away to the Caribbean with my three adult kids. Oh, Rhonda, that'll be nice. Uh, what in the world, Donna? You never know. So who plays the guitar in the family? Uh, well, everybody plays a little bit of everything. No one is afraid to pick up a guitar. There's a set of drums behind that couch. You can't see it. That's for when Jeremy comes over. Jeremy, you were here the other day, and I wanted to play. We ran out of time. Jeremy and Missy came by uh, after a gig, and we had we had butter chicken. It was so good. My husband's grandfather would hide around the corner and shoot his fake teeth out at the grandkids. Oh, gosh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Built-in plaque remover. Dina, you can't discriminate. Mm-hmm. Leslie, you're not wrong. Listen, she got the hook. Maybe she was like, this is going to save a lot of time. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, my son went to a dentist who had Tourette syndrome. No one told him in advance. Did, did he just, what happened? How to unpack? Because there's a lot of difference. There's like, Body twitches, and then there's verbal tw- I got to be honest. There's a girl that I follow on the TikTok, and she has Tourette's. <clears throat> and she is an amazing advocate for talking about it, her experience with it, and just doing, like, daily things. And she is so funny and so honest and... um She's young. She's She's got to be like in her early 20s. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I think that it's, it's really wonderful that people are talking about it more. Why don't you try putting the trash inside a locked cupboard? I think the trash can locks. But I think you don't realize that that wouldn't matter. Not to Colby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's butter chicken? It's a like an Indian dish, and it had cumin, turmeric, roasted red pepper, crushed tomatoes. It was good. Um, Balin, that's it, Jackie. Yes. Yes. There was also a dentist who called to tell me my dentures were ready when I was 25. They were not my dentures. Is the Echelon Mall in Milano? It is. It's in Milan. The Echelon Mall. All the girls were playing the runway. There was a strip mall in Milan down the street called the Echelon Mall. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I love butter. Now I want to tell my cooker we need to go to lunch. I know. Um, so anyway, I did finish last night 
true detective, North Country, anyone. My dentist hums while he's checking out your teeth. I referred to my in-laws when their dentist retired. My mother says, you didn't tell me he hums. He has, he has a really nice singing voice. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, having Colby around is like having a five-year-old toddler all the time, 24-7, who poops on the floor. Mm-hmm. You have some weird stuff, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Now, was that the end? Well, of the season. Now, a lot of people, so I watched it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. I thought that the ending was interesting. I'm not going to say anything else other than that. However, people were writing some not so nice reviews of it and were comparing it to the first season of True Detective. The first season of True Detective was like crazy good, but I think it's because it was the first time that we ever saw anything like it. And that one had Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And, um, and somebody was going on and saying today um, that they loved it. I loved it. And I think that the thing I loved it about it so much. Ian! Oh, Ian, how are you? We miss you. You got to come visit. Uh, that's so funny. I have to tell Dean that you're here. Um, yeah, I think that uh, True Detective was on Max. Um, I think that the relationship between the women in True Detective was the best part. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's just something that resonates with women. I don't know. I really, I enjoyed it. And I love Jodie Foster. And I, I wish I knew the name of the actress that played Navarro. But, um, but it was great. I really liked it. And then, of course... I finished that, um, and then I started watching Love is Blind, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. They're all so different, Amy. I don't know why. They all can't be good. And the first three seasons were directed by a man. This season was directed by a woman. Um, she basically said the same thing. She's like, why are we comparing them? That I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to unpack everything that was great about this one. I don't know. I want you guys to say something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just started episode one of Love is Blind. And Matthew is already on my nerves, and I can't wait to see what happens. I was like, who Matthew? Mm-hmm. Barb, this is an old one, Funny Mother shirt. An oldie but a goodie. I'm headed to the gym. Uh, and it's got thumbs holes. It's a good one. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? No. Um, well, Love is Blind is on Netflix. True Detective is on Max. Mm-hmm. Just watch the last episode. He was clueless, yeah. Um, 
I haven't seen Outlander. People have always talked about it. I've never seen one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. It might be a good one to bring back. Mm-hmm. All right, Barb, we'll say some prayers for you. Kelly, either watch Love is Blind or if you're ready for it, True Detective. <clears throat> it's really good. Girl, you need to watch Outlander. I can make another one for the summer. Let's see if they have it in like, because it's nice. There's like a terry, a terry cloth on the inside. I know, super cozy. Super cozy, cozy. Um, anyway, what else can I watch? Oh, there's so many good things. Uh, ooh, you know what's coming back? Hold on. The Diplomat. Did anybody watch The Diplomat with Carrie Russell? There's only one season, but the second season is coming out. And it's kind of good. I'm going to go back and watch <laughs> the first season again. I don't know. I just like her as an actress. Uh, that particular role, it's really good. Um, but I would, yeah, The Diplomat was smart and kind of sexy and good. Mm-hmm. And I just saw that there was uh, a thing saying that it, the second season was about, yeah, she nails it, Sherry. She's so good. And she's so funny because she disappeared for like a long time. And then all of a sudden came back. I was like, look at Carrie Russell killing it. Mm-hmm. I started Emerald City, a spinoff of The Wizard of Oz. We will see. What's it on, Leslie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where are they going to go on the morning show? I thought the morning show was over. You know, the morning show, I think it's on Apple with what's her name and what's her name? Jennifer. I, I want to say Lopez and I know that's not Aniston. And what's her name? Today's not a good day. <laughs> the blind. That one. Um, beef was great. Um, Reese Witherspoon. And, uh, I thought it was over. That's what I'm saying, Angie. I was like, where are you going to go from here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then the other day they were doing promos for it. And I was like, where are you going to go from here? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I forget where I watched The Diplomat. Does anybody know what streaming service The Diplomat was on? I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. I tried Lincoln Lawyer. I didn't like it, but I know some people did. But I also started watching Louder Milk, which I didn't like at all for like the first three episodes. But everybody kept telling me it was good. It's not bad. It grew on me. I would go back and watch more of it. 
It takes a, it takes a minute. The Diplomat is on Netflix. Yeah. Mayor of Easttown was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diana, I don't know why it took, it just took a minute, but it did. Yeah, I don't, it's such a funny, I don't know why, but I felt the same way. Like, I love Fleabag, love it. I tell everybody to watch Fleabag, but you got to get past the first two episodes and especially the first episode, you'd be like, I don't like the show. Don't let, don't stop. (laughs) It's like, it's like tickling and you got to move past it. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people are like, you can't even get past. Yeah. I loved the, and again, I feel like it was the relationship between the two sisters. The sister honestly became everything to me. I, I love the sister and I love the priest. I loved all, and the stepmom, I just, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, I felt the same way. I watched an episode of Schitt's Creek when it first came out and I was like, I don't like it. And then I stopped watching it. And then everybody just kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. But once you get two episodes into Schitt's Creek, you're just like, this is Mora. All of every character. I tried to watch Poker Face. Because I love the actress that's in it. Mm-hmm. I know, Claire. It was beautiful. I forget. The, the, the show, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Dalio, I'll take that. Dalio was like, you're a good-looking comedian. I'll take it. I guess the worst I could be is an ugly-looking comedian. I'll take a good-looking one. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was so good. Afterlife. Afterlife. So beautiful. Don't watch it if you've recently missed somebody or watch it because you should. And it's beautiful. Mm hmm. It's the Denise, it's called Afterlife. And you will cry the entire, but it's like a cathartic cry. And it's so beautiful. And so raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you have to be in a place. You have to be in a place to watch it. I know. I think it did too, Mary. I I saw it right after my dad had passed and the divorce was happening. And it was just like all, and I knew. I knew every episode. I was like, let me just get my tissues out. Let me just take my makeup off because that'll come off. And it's just, um <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Well, American Monster, that's like next level. That was next level. And that wasn't even written. That just, that was all true and kooky crazy. Mm hmm. I know. I love Trailer Park Boys. Carolyn, I don't know this. 
never heard. But good cry, Mary. It is. It's a beautiful. I love everything Dan Levy. Who doesn't? What was Afterlife on? I feel like it's Netflix, but you could probably just Google it. I don't really. Mm-mm. Any good Korean drama recommendations? Well, there's the what you call it. The games. Squid games. Um, the other one. Korean. It's the one. Gosh, it was a movie. Oh, you know what I just watched? And this is a really old reference. Not that old. It's an old reference. It's an old movie. So I was on the Netflix one night. I think it's Netflix. And, you know, it gives you like recommendations once in a while. And for whatever reason, it just kept recommending that I watch I don't know if beef is Korean. I don't think so. But um, it kept recommending that I watch Parasite. Do you guys remember this movie? It won like every award when it was originally made. Rachel, you and I are going to be the only ones that know what Letter Kenny is. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um but Parasite won a ton of awards when it came out. Yeah. And it is, there's, yeah, it won't be anything that you think it's going to be. And it's not going to go in any direction you think it's going to go. And when you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. It just, it just, the whole thing, I was just like, what happened? It's just, I'm just saying, I don't know how to, I don't know if that's a good recommendation I'm giving. It just, it's just what it is. <laughs> Every award. And when it was over, I was like, is this movie over? I said it to Dean. He goes, didn't you love it? I go, I don't know if I know what happened. And <laughs> I could just, <laughs> Curly Top, I can't even explain it to you. It is. And here's a good, Katie said it. Parasite is brilliant. It's a smart commentary on social class. That is a great way of saying nothing and yet being actually fairly accurate. (laughs) It's just, if you ever just have a night and you're like, Dina says this is kooky, let's get some pizza. Because you're going to be like, (laughs) just so crazy. You're like, I don't even know. Are you saying I should watch it? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't think of a line from Letter Kenny. No one can. Okay, so let me explain Letter Kenny. And people are like, what words are you saying? Letter and Kenny. Squish them together. Letter Kenny. I only know what Letter Kenny. And someone had to have introduced you to Letter Kenny. Because it's not like it'll just show up. Um, so, I'm sorry, I was reading something. So, a friend of mine um, was like, hey, you got to watch Leonard Kenny. You're either going to love it or hate it. And I was like, okay, that's the kind of recommendation I'm looking for. Um, but there is a certain rhythm to how the entire series is spoken in. 
is a Canadian and you would have to, you either like it or you don't. I don't know how, how best to describe it other than that. It's just, um, and you can't watch one episode. You have to like commit to at least three episodes. And most of the time you're like, what's he saying? And just, I don't, I, it's so funny. I feel like we've landed on a bunch of, a bunch of shows that's hard to, hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it on? Letter Kenny. Was it Hulu, Chris? Chris Bass said he watched it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tell everybody some of my secret favorite shows would be Fleabag. If you really want to know my sense of humor, Fleabag. But honestly, The Great with Elle Fanning. I don't know who watched it. But it might be one of the smartest satirical historical porn. That's a genre uh, I've ever. Elle Fanning and whoever plays the king, it is somewhat biographical. And they say it on there. They say on this, there's some line, Chris, what do they write? Like, this is the truth, kind of, or something. It is. Uh Uh-huh. We do need a new season. I'm telling you, the guy that plays the king, just the two, it's just, yeah. It's so, if you like historical, you'll very much enjoy Outlander. I thought Outlander was like a Game of Thrones or something, but Vikings. Is it historically? Mm Mm-hmm. They canceled it. What? Back to historical porn. I'm just telling you, people learn stuff. People learn stuff. Yeah, I think it says it's true, except for the parts they made up. That's what it was. Huzzah! (laughs) I'm just telling you. It's like those little shows. I know, Rhonda, you got me hooked on Love on the Spectrum. I watched both the U.S. and the Australian seasons. What a lovely show. I had a smile on my face throughout each episode. I'm sort of saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. They canceled Joe Pickett, and I love that show. I don't know that show. Outlander travels back and forth in time. Maybe I should watch it. It's described as historical fiction for people who don't like historical fiction. There it is. Mm-hmm. True story. Autistic Asian girl, highly intelligent graduate, top of her class, became a real attorney, really good attorney woo. What show, what show is that, Marion? What show are you describing? Um, it's about Scottish history. Outlander is already is a historical porn. Nicholas Holt. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. I started to watch Ginny and Georgia, but oh, it's called Attorney Wu. Never heard of it. Great female strong characters. Hmm. 
Okay, then those are the ones I'll start with. Jill's like early seasons were very much historical porn. Then that's where I'll start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jen. Oh, Sherry just said, I just found out I have Sjogren's. Any advice? Get yourself a good rheumatologist. Um, drink lots of water. Um, I have a very close relationship with my dentist and my eye doctor. Because those are the first things. And your vagina. Sorry, guys. This is a private conversation. Um... And there is a Facebook support group for Sjogren's that I would join. Mm, I don't say much on it, but I do like to hear what people are talking about and things that work, which just so you know, not a lot works. Um, But most of it's just managing the symptoms, honestly. And everybody's, um, everybody's symptoms are, some are worse than others. My Sjogren's is kind of moderate. Um, so, but definitely has flares like in my hips and my joints. Um, so I would just say, you know, it's a little, I mean, I feel like anytime you get diagnosed with anything, it's like a little weird, but it did explain a lot of things for me. I said, oh, that's why, that's why that. And inflammation is the biggest thing. And I did, I, that's why, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much those are connected, but I'm definitely felt better once I got off gluten. And uh, it's a, it's a it was a bit of a lifestyle change, but you're gonna be fine, girl. We gonna be sugar sisters. Yeah, it's not that fun, but you're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Without his kilt. Mm. Okay. All right, Judy. All right, girl. Judy could sell a show. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I made that show up. Chris, I was gonna, I was like, I gotta look that show up. Chris said it's good. Uh, just not um started my for breast cancer. Not too bad. Just have to go every day. All right, Sue. So. Um we will be saying prayers for Sue today. She's starting her treatments. Um, so anyway, so um, listen, everybody, we did a great job today. I feel like everybody got some really good recommendations for shows. And if you want to watch a show that don't really make any sense, watch Parasite. It does and it doesn't. Just keep that in mind. At what age were you diagnosed with Sjogren's? Um, I think I was early 40s. And the doctor had to keep calling me because I was busy at work. I was working in New York at the time, and I just thought I was tired all the time because I was 40. (laughs) And he kept calling and calling. He was like, I have been trying to call you for weeks. I was like, oh, what's up? He was like, you have Sjogren's. I was like, does that make you tired all the time and your feet swell? He was like, no. I was like, then I don't have it. He's like, you do have it. They tested me like three times. Um, and, uh, but then um, they had said, you know, it's probably somewhat connected to the kidney stones and da, 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 da. 
So in some ways it was good to finally get a diagnosis so you don't feel crazy. You know how there's a lot of women who go to their doctors and say something's wrong and then the doctor says there's nothing wrong with you and then you feel crazy like a lunatic. It was like that, but for like 40 years. Um, so I think it was good to have a diagnosis because I feel like for almost everybody, I feel like the unknown or feeling like you're crazy is worse than if you, if you have a diagnosis of something, then you can start to educate yourself on it and you can start to treat the symptoms and know what's triggering things. But without those diagnoses, it's just like, I think I just can't keep up like normal people. Like you just feel like you're going crazy. So, um, yeah. Ah, oh, Shakendra. Shakendra's like, I'm going to insist on MRI. I'm telling you, at this point with my kidney stones, I will, I I got, I saw the ultrasound because, you know, you know, that's so different, right? Because 20 years ago, they would never tell you the results. You had to wait for the doctor to call you. But now they send you the results through like LabCorp or whatever. So I see it when the doctor sees it. I'm like, girl, you got a problem. I have my own meeting with myself. And then I will go on to um, the message center for my doctor. And I'll be like, I saw that there was noted a 0.6 centimeter um, kidney stone on the right flank. And uh, I would like to move forward with um, scheduling uh, a CAT scan if you would like to see further pictures to confirm whether it's one or two kidney stones or I would like to just be scheduled for my lithotrips. I will, I will, I'll, I'll message you and tell you what I'm looking for. That's, that's where I am as, as a doctor. And please refer to me as doctor moving forward. And then he wrote back, he goes, I'm fine for going the, the CAT scan. Let's just get you scheduled. If you're having pain every three days, we just need to deal with it. And I go, thank, from one doctor to another. Thank you. And uh, he called yesterday. Can you spell what you have yet? Because you can't really spell it. S-J. Didn't see that coming. O-G-R-E-N. I know it's millimeter. But Judy, you don't only want to pick that up. Mm-hmm. I've had two kidney stones. He was like having a baby. I know, Thomas. Mm-hmm. I know. I do. Melissa. I'm just like, yeah. And then and then yesterday he was like, I'll I'll call you Monday to get verbal consent. Didn't hear from nobody. Four o'clock. I was like, I have not heard from you. Let me know how you would like for me to deliver my verbal consent. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not doing this. I'm not. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I read the blood results before the doctor replied. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I notice I have an increased protein in this and I would like to see about ordering this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not happy with the care I've been receiving. Candace, then you got to tell them. We've been doing this for how many things? This ain't working. I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. You have to tell the doctor what was wrong. Yeah, Dr. Dina. What were your Sjogren's symptoms before diagnosis? They all fell into like the real hazy, like, is this real? Uh, I was always really tired. I I didn't know that Sjogren's, so apparently with Sjogren's, um, 
pregnancies can be difficult. And both Jacqueline and Brooks were difficult. Dean's was textbook, but it's almost like a, like an allergy. Like the first time you have a baby, your baby, your body's like, oh, we having a baby. The second time your body's like, this shouldn't be here and kept trying to get rid of the babies. Um, but my uterus was like, no. So, um, so, but I was on bed rest for two pregnancies. Um, but I was always tired. I would always go through just like, just, I would get real bad pains in my hips. Like, and then I couldn't move. If, if I had like just regular joint pain, I had to lay down. I really, I mean, it's all the same. Those symptoms don't go away. Like sometimes, like if I'm out and if you ever like see, and then you don't see me anymore, you feel like, oh, this is a fun trip. You're like, where Dina? Dina had to go lay down. And sometimes I just have to just take some Motrin and just keep my body just still and let it relax. Um, sometimes it takes 20 minutes. Sometimes it takes two hours, but you just, I just have to, I can't fight it. You know, people are like, you have to push through. There's no pushing through. There's no, I don't push. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I was younger, I know. No, my body wants to lay down now. So that's what we're going to do. So, um, so yeah, it was, so it was just these minor things. And that's what I feel like is what happens with a lot of autoimmune things is that these small things that like, you know, you're like, this feels different. This doesn't feel like normal, but it's not like it's debilitating to the point where you're like in the hospital. I know that's what I mean, Melissa. Like I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of just really following patterns of your body, right? If your pattern has always been this and then all of a sudden it's this, that's a reason to start the, uh, the things. So it's Sh- Sherry. You're the one that said it, right, Sherry? Um, um, I usually take Motrin, but I'm also on hydrochloroquine, which is the Plaquenil. Um, and I didn't think it was really doing anything for me until I stopped taking it. And then I was like, I don't feel good. So I would talk to your daughter, doctor. So I don't have a problem with Plaquenil, but... Some people don't feel great on it. And then there are some other medicines, but they're a little bit more aggressive. Um, So, you know, hydrochloroquine is usually like the first round. It's a malaria medicine, but it's um, it doesn't cure Sjogren's, but it just slows down the progression. Um, So just in general, and if anybody cares, Sjogren is um, any autoimmune disorder, right? It just means your body attacks itself for no reason. Um, with Sjogren specifically, it will attack all your moisture producing glands. So that's why your eyes get dry. Eventually your mouth uh, gets really dry. Your vagina falls out. It doesn't, but I like to say that. Um, yeah. Um, Mia, you might want to see about Sjogren. I mean, um, hydrochloroquine. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the other name for it is black one, Caroline. So, um, so yeah, you know, there's lots of ways to treat it. And there's a whole spectrum of Sjogren's. I think mine is pretty mild. Motrin is hard on the kidneys. I don't want to tell you. I know. I know. I mean, I don't, I don't uh, take a lot of Motrin and Tylenol unless I really have to. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Triasma is everything is tri. So there are medicines for that. She actually just wanted to put me on something. 
um, to help like produce saliva. And I was like, I don't know. I feel fine. But I know at some point I will be. So it is. It's just kind of managing all of that. But I know no fun with autoimmunes. No fun. Uh, but I'm happy to chat anytime, Sherry. So you can always message me um, and try to find that support group too. But um, feel free to reach out. Uh, all right, everybody, I got to go because my ride is here because I don't have a ride. And Chris going to make me ride a bike if I don't get up out of here. So thanks for watching as always. And we'll see you tonight for, um, I do, if I have a flare, Tracy, I have to get a pack. It happens maybe twice a year where I'm just, I can't move. Uh, so my doctor knows, and we have that conversation. I'm like, I feel fine now, but if I call you and I'm like, I can't move, she's like, I'll just order a Z-Pack. And you, you know, most of that's related to stress. Um, so, and that's the reason I go to the gym all the time. You know, people are like, oh, your arms look great. I'm like, girl, I'm just trying to keep my arms moving. Um, and I know that after 50, the best thing I can do is weight training, um, and really trying to build the muscles around my joints that are not great. So, um, you know, I might, I encourage everybody to, you know, no matter what's on your plate is to just try to stay active and keep your body in good shape because something's already working against you. So do what you can. Um, but, uh, I hope you have a great day, everybody. Like Judy from Saskatoon says, uh, do something nice for yourself and others today and, um, have a great day and a blessed day. And we'll see you tonight for Tipsy Tuesday. And so last, thanks for watching. I'll see you. Bye. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is tapping. And check out OneFunnyMotherStore.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Yeah. <laughs>